Sports with a Z and a T. My name is Bryce Zielinski alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up at Saratoga Springs, Mohawk Honda, and John Stone Supply in Troy. A loaded episode that we are recording on opening night of the NFL season, so bear with us as we try to get through this as quickly as possible. Um, but we do have a lot to get to, whether it be the Godzilla Media Fantasy Football Draft recap, some quick college football thoughts. We are doing our 2022 NFL predictions as well as our week one picks as we are bringing that back to the fold this season. Taylor, uh, you uh, you have your Jonathan Taylor jersey on, which kind of leads right into the segment here. Uh, that uh, I mean, you didn't get Jonathan Taylor, but well, no. you know, you, you can't really be picky. Um, I think our drafts went pretty well. I mean, we're not going to go too far into into it, but nothing we'll, crazy we'll happened. Say that nothing That's crazy happened. Our, our our teams look pretty good. I think my team looks pretty <laughs> pretty damn good. Um, and and you like your team a lot. Um, personally, uh, I think we really do have the two best teams in the division uh, or division. The really the league. The league. Um, there's some teams that I, I think. People were drunk before they even decided to show up. One of don't them was sitting with us. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't drink a draft or or, or do other recreational oh, activities yeah. in draft um, because we definitely had that too, and uh, it did, did not go well. Um, well, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but you know what? You know, I think it's the usual bunch. Like there's there's a couple good teams. There's some middle of the pack, and then there's the shitty teams that were shitty last year that are going to be shitty again this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at it. I think it's hard to tell really in fantasy who's going to be good and who's going to be not because I wonder yeah. who drafted George Kittle. Cause they're already <laughs> behind the eight ball. I mean, you can't, cause you can't obviously predict the injuries. So like if you look at my team, I had the fifth pick, I think. And, or was it fourth? I think it was fourth. You um, had like four or five and somehow McCaffrey. And, and then McCaffrey to fell to me because I don't know why people in the front were scared. And so, again, me here, sitting second year in a row in this Godzilla Media League with Christian McCaffrey. We're praying it goes better than last. My, uh, my big league guy drafted McCaffrey number three. It can't I be much it. worse than... I did it. I mean, I would have drafted him two if I if I had the two pick. Like, if jo- if, if Jonathan Taylor goes, then, then McCaffrey's the next highest one. Because if he's healthy, he's the best player in fantasy football, and I stand behind that. He, he, it was even last year when he played like four games, the four games that he had, he, he averaged like 25 points a game. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's worth it. And especially when he fell to me at four or five or wherever I was, I don't even remember anymore. But yeah, I, I think our teams are looking real good. Um, yeah, I, I, think I agree. If we all stay healthy, knock on wood, everyone on our teams stay healthy. We are poised to maybe meet each other in the championship, which would be so. Wouldn't fun. that be something? A sports That'd with the so uh, championship, uh, yeah. and we would sit here and say, "We told you so." Yeah. Um, you know, th- there's. I-, I do like your team. I do kind of just because I have to play this card. Um, if I'm looking at your team and wonder, I- I'm not huge on Juju. I'm just not. Um, I know. I, I mean, I think... it's a piece of the Kansas City offense, and he's slated to be, in theory, the top guy. Now, how much Sky Moore takes away from him, we don't know yet. I was pissed and, and when Kelsey. he got. I was I pissed when he grabbed. Uh, we're not going to get into it. Um, <laughs> I'm, but you have you have a lot of upside. Um, I also have Romeo Dobbs, which I really yeah. like because that is a wild card. That Packers offense, we don't know who's going to be. The, if you told me Alan Lazard was going to be the number one wide receiver, I'd believe you. But if you told me 
Sammy Watkins or Romeo Dobbs would be, I'd also believe you. We just don't know how – it all depends on who Aaron Rodgers likes and who right. plays well. Um, and then you obviously have Jalen Hurts, who probably could be QB1 this year, Michael Pittman. Uh, got a little bit of the Colts, so that, that's you know, you, I was you, happy. You got, your, you got your Colts piece there, and James mm-hmm. Conner as an RB2, you can't really go wrong with that. I think James Conner is kind of set up for a little bit of a decline this year, as well as that Cardinals offense. Um, running attack, I, I think it's different even without DeAndre Hopkins. I think they're going to have to be throwing the football a little more, and I think that's going to hurt James Conner this year, but we'll see. But Jerry again, Judy, I, mean, I love. Um, yeah, the, the, the Jerry Judy, I love just having any part of that. Denver you have offense. the Jaguars defense? Uh, th- this week, they're playing Washington. I'm streaming defenses. I'm not. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I like, just, I like just, the Jacksonville defense. I just think Washington's trash and Carson Wentz is trash. So I think he's going to throw a couple picks. So. Oh, you are. You are so hurt. I'm you are so, so I'm slighted. So I'm slighted, and I will never slighted. forgive him. I will never My forgive him. Lord. We had to win oh one God. game out of two at the end of the season to make the playoffs, and he couldn't do either. <laughs> God. <laughs> Screw you, Carson Wentz. Go rot on the commander. <laughs> um, the Washington football Redskin commanders. <laughs> yeah. With the most expensive beer out of any NFL stadium in the entire league. You know, makes no sense. Um, we'll switch to my team. Um, I, I mean, I'm gonna gaga all over my team because it is my team. But I was let me, let thrilled. Me break it down then. Let me break it down. Then. I was thrilled. Yeah, I mean, go for it. Go for it. And I'll defend my piece here. No, listen. Your, your two running backs are Joe Mixon and Kamara. That's a great one-two punch because Kamara probably not gonna get suspended this season. And even if and that's does, why I pulled. And that's why I pulled the trigger. I was like, you know what? It's sounding more and more that suspension's not coming during the season this year. So, Kamara's I mean, that's a, a that's our first round running back I got in the second that's round. What I'm saying is a guy in a normal season, and uh, you know there's concerns with Jameis, but I think they'll be fine offensively. He's going to put up points, and he's you know a top ten pick usually. And you got him in the second round. You got Mixon, mm-hmm. you paired him with the Kamara, and then you move to your wide receivers. You got Cortland Sutton, who I love, another part of the Denver offense. We have the Denver offense besides for Javante. We're Williams. all we're all so over we have, the Denver. Yeah, offense. We, have, we have Sutton. And, I and I Jimmy mean Combo. I I said this in an earlier episode. I, I, even before, I definitely said it in our fantasy football breakdown. I think Cortland Sutton is top 10 wide receiver lock with yeah, potential of top five upside this year. Like he is say, going, he's say, the new DK. He's Russell DK Metcalf DK. and Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. Jerry, Judy, and, and, and Cortland Sutton are, are swapped them, you know, in terms of how they play. Sutton's I, got a bigger build. Bigger yeah, build and, and Judy may be a little faster. And so mm-hmm. that, that's where you get Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf and Sutton. And then you look at your wide receiver, too. You have Kirk Cous- or, uh, Kirk Cous- Christian Kirk, who uh, is slated to be, you know, paid like the number one wide receiver in Jacksonville. And a Doug Peterson offense is going to hopefully open up a little bit. He's not being uh, – Dr- Trevor Lawrence is not being coached by Urban Meyer anymore. And, so and everything I've, I've heard is they've coach. been peppering – everything I heard is Lawrence has been peppering Kirk that's- with – target so that's how it is that's how he has to do because they paid him to do that dallas goddard a bona fide i think top six tight end for sure Mm -hmm. is a set and forget kind of guy Mm -hmm. um kyler murray i mean great quarterback uh, rushing upside yep and then your flex right now is chase edmonds who is going to be the workhorse in miami i don't know who anyone thinks raheem mostert is going to take some things from him it's he can't stay healthy it's going to be chase edmonds and and you're you're and that's the reason why I was shocked Edmonds was there, especially in a 14 teamer when I got him. Mm-hmm. People need to realize that the play 
the offensive game plan is San Francisco oriented. They're going to be running the football. Chase Edmonds is going to be a beneficiary of that. Now, the only knock I can say on your team is that you have little to no uh, running back depth right now. So if anything happens with those two guys, you might have a problem. Just well, because if, you have, I mean, Brian Robinson, and obviously he got shot a couple of weeks ago. And then Mike already Davis, off his crutches. Yeah, I mean, he's going to probably play. And so I think that he's a good pick, but I don't know if, if something were to happen, knock on wood in the first couple. Sets, I'm fine. Like, I'm fine with my running back depth. I'm fine with having three guys because my wide receiver depth I can use as a flex. And to be honest yes. with you, I would not be surprised by week three or four. Elijah Moore is my wide receiver too, and not Christian Kirk. I would believe that, but I still think Christian Kirk's going to be the guy. You're oh, no, I agree. And then I'll have no problem flexing. And it Elijah it is nice that you have Edmonds there in the flex so you can probably push him in if you need to. <laughs> um, and then Dotson, I mean, you got your Penn State guy. So. Yeah, a lot of upside there with Dotson. Yeah. Um, that, that's my, I don't that's trust my Carson guy. Wentz, but that's just me. Uh, I mean, I trust him enough to make Dotson <laughs> – uh, break at I, I put Dotson with the Sky Moore, Romeo Dobbs, and George Pickens group. He has that ability to explode. Dotson is one of those guys that I, I would put in that category. Yeah, I could see it, except that I just don't know if Wentz is going to be viable for two thousand yard receivers when you assume that uh, McLaurin's gonna Washington's going to have to throw the football. Yeah, doesn't so. have to look pretty for Wentz, but I mean they, they're going to have to throw the football. Dude's not accurate at all, is all I'm saying. I mean, he I mean, he was 27 for, and 7 last year, you know, touchdown to interception ratio. Yeah, but he had he was 30th or something like No, no, don't trust me. I you were talking to an Eagles fan. I know what comes with Carson Wentz. You, you don't need to He was to... terribly inaccurate and from camp all we've heard is negative from Carson Wentz and that he's he's inaccurate. You know, you know what really bothered me? Not that I'm upset that Kyler Murray's my quarterback, but I thought I saw the quarterback run going, and I wanted one of those elite tiers. I got Dak Prescott as my backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, it kind of waited a little bit longer than I thought it would. Um, I don't even uh, my. I got Dak in like the twelfth round. I mean, my backup quarterback is. Let me see who who is my backup quarterback. Uh, I don't have one. Yeah, well, that's fine. I'll trade you Dak when. Uh, I mean, I hurts if Hurts gets injured, then then I won't be on the market for Dak. I'll pick up well, a backup. Well, if I'll pick Hertz up Gardner Minshew. If Hurts gets hurt, then I'm going to be a de- very depressed person for the I'll pick next up, couple. Pr- months. Probably Jared Goff is who I'd pick up because honestly, unless Mariota does what uh. Tom thinks, and it's just going to be, you know, lighting it up, running, rushing the ball. Marcus Mariota got drafted for people, um, you know, that want context. Marcus Mariota got drafted before Dak Prescott. So he's also dropped. He got dropped since he's now on the waiver wire. We haven't had the Sony Michelle for Darren Waller type trade yet. That, I'm yeah, waiting that for in, that. That incident has not happened, but. All right. Knock on wood. I'm happy with our teams. I'm happy for the season. I have six uh, fantasy football leagues. It's going to be a lot. Yep. I have th- I have three, and I'm, I'm happy with three. Last year I was in six, won five of them. And uh, this year I dumbed it down because I just I, I don't have the time, don't have the energy for, for that many. Uh, some um, of them are definitely going to go by the wayside, the ones that I don't put money Happy ha- – <laughs> Oh, see, I only do money. If you don't, yeah, no, if no. you don't put up money, I'm out. I mean, there's um, two. There's two on like ESPN, and 
they're not for money. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to try. But that's just silly to me. If, just... if, if some if, if something has to be dropped off the priority list, it's going to be those games. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so yeah, we're excited for a new season. Uh, that that's that kicks off with the NFL, and we will obviously, uh, uh, you know, keep everybody. We did updated. our dynasty too? Um, uh, our di- my first dynasty draft. Yeah, I have Alvin Kamara. So I'm happy. There about you that. go. There you go. And Justin, uh, Justin Jefferson's a good one. Um, fantasy wise, our fantasy advice is going to take a halt for this week. Um, but we just have too much to get to, but after this week, along with our NFL coverage, we will be giving you our typical stardom, sit fantasy weekly advice, just too much to get to this week. Um, we're going to breeze through this quick Taylor, the college football week one, nothing crazy happened. Um, I, I think more of the takeaway was Oregon was a disappointment. Uh, but you know the usual, the the typical suspects won. Um, not much movement in the top twenty-five because everybody that was supposed to win really won. Um, so n- nothing really to to report on. Penn State won. I was happy about that. They're not ranked yet, but give it time. Ohio State I, I, with Notre Dame. Ohio State squeaked out <laughs> North. That game was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but a lot, a lot of really good teams played a lot of bad, bad teams. So um, not much movement. Uh, we will obviously lock in more when we have more time. Surprise, surprise. Georgia's still really good. Like, Shocker. Sorry, yeah. Oregon, but like, <laughs> Georgia's still really good. <laughs> yeah, that, that game was a massacre from the start. Um Let's head to our 2022 NFL predictions. So the rest of this show is going to be dedicated to our division by division breakdown along with our Super Bowl predictions. And we will go through our week one picks. So we have a lot to get to, Taylor. And Mm -hmm. so let's start now. And... We're going to start in the AFC this year. I don't know if we started in the AFC last year. I don't I don't know, and I don't care. It's football. Um, so, obviously, uh, we're going to start with the AFC East here. Uh, probably right. one of the more interesting uh, divisions here, not because of who we expect to finish first, because I think we all know who's going to finish first, but who's gonna barring finish. a disaster. But really, who's right? Who's the second place team? Does it have multiple teams that are playoff contenders this year? That's what we're here to talk about. So let's look at the AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and the Jets. <clears throat> the Jets. Um, <laughs> God, poor Jets fans. Um, the Bills, look, they are one of the elite teams in the NFL. There's no two bones about it. How elite they are, we will obviously get to. Uh, but when you're looking at this division, they have the best quarterback in the division. They have the deepest roster in the division. Uh, most established culture probably in the division at this point. Sure. Winning the division is just a first step for the Bills this year. It's not their goal, um, but they will definitely take that step. Uh, and, and then obviously you have interesting conversation here um, following them. Yeah, I think Buffalo is the clear, obvious pick. I mean, if you look across the league, there's a ton, a ton, a ton of pundits picking them to win the whole Super Bowl or to be in the Super Bowl at least. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the showing that they had last year, that epic duel with Kansas City ending in a fluke victory for Kansas City, um, you know, 
Buffalo's going to be there as long as they have Josh Allen. As long as they added guys like Von Miller, who you know Miller's getting a he's still pressure quarterback and for sparse plays, he may not play the whole game, but you know, in and out, he's going to be on downs, third downs, important downs, and he's going to make some impact. So their their defense got better. Their offense is as good as it has been, and Josh Allen, you hope he only grows. So easily they got this locked up. The number two spot, I think, is a little bit trickier because obviously we don't think the Jets are going to be there, especially with you know Zach Wilson potentially not playing for the first four games uh, of the season. Um, I tend to lean towards Miami, I not because I, I, nor- I don't think that Tua is that guy, but I do think that there's an element of just chuck it to Tyreek Hill and he makes the play for you. Um, so I just think their offense is going to be much, much, much more explosive. We have got Waddle on one side, Tyreek Hill on the other side. Um, Chase Edmonds is a good uh, pound it wide receiver running back. So I, I just think that they're going to be able to muster up enough wins. Don't know if they'll make the playoffs because the AFC is stacked, but. Uh, right. So, so I think the conversation here is one, um, I do agree with you that the Dolphins are the second in the division. However, I don't think this division is as strong as a lot of people real or are, are, are thinking it is. Um, the Dolphins did do a lot of work trying to improve the roster. They brought in a bunch of established veterans, um, supposed to be the final step toward contending for championships in their eyes um, because they, you know, have been loading up in the draft for years. The problem is Tua and mm-hmm. He could continue to improve, surrounded by greater talent, but the expectation for him to become an elite quarterback all of a sudden um, seems, I don't know, improbable to me. I mean, you look at his past tape and durability issues and just what we've seen from him this summer. I, I, I mean, I don't see him becoming a star quarterback to take the Dolphins over the top. I think the Dolphins need a different solution at the quarterback position to catapult them. Um, We're going to get to the rest of the AFC here over the next couple of minutes, but I don't think that I I don't think this division has a second team in the playoffs. Um, I I just, I I don't see it. I mean, you're looking at the three, get three wildcard spots now. And I don't know if, that's going to be a AFC East team. Well, let's let's just put it out there that the AFC West exists, and so I don't think that the AFC East is getting a second team. Um, I'll just put it out like that. I, I don't know. You know, there's always the wild card of New England. Maybe they're just so well coached by Bill Belichick that they, that they somehow take the second spot above Miami. Um, it wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past it just because we 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 both talked about how we don't think two is the most accurate quarterback that Tyree Kill has ever played with. Mm-hmm. But um, I I I don't know. I can't I can't say for sure that Miami will win that because New England is just so much better coached than almost every team in the league because Bill Belichick is that guy. Um, but I don't believe in Mac Jones like I don't believe in Tua. So I, I don't know. All I know is that Buffalo is going to win this division, and if they don't something catastrophic happened and I don't think there's going to be another playoff team out of this division. Yeah. And you look at the Patriots uh, in this division, it feels like, uh, you you know, it it feels like this team was headed towards the bottom of this division, just the feel around this team in their off season. Um, I I don't think the talent is very good on the team. 
No. Um, there are no offensive playmakers to surround Mac Jones with. The development of Mac Jones seems to be in question because of, you know, you have a defensive coordinator and a special teams coordinator who have both been fired from previous head coaching gigs now trying to coach up Mac Jones. I mean, at some point, I mean, it's becoming clear that I think Bill Belichick has lost touch with what the NFL is at this point. Plus losing Brady does not help. Um, but this is a defense that to me still has holes. Um, an offense that has a lack of explosiveness. I don't see the Patriots as more than a seven win team this year. If they're lucky. Yeah. It's the, the only reason that they make a difference like in terms of being a seven win team to a 10 win team is I give it to Bill Belichick for situational like coaching. So I do think that say they go up against the Cowboys team. I don't know if they play the Cowboys. I'm just putting it out there. Um, I trust the coaching staff on the Patriots over the Cowboys and, and Mike McCarthy. Cause I just think that he, Bill Belichick can out coach to a victory over a lesser team. But I will say that, yeah, you're right. The, the, the offensive weapons are lacking and it seems like, you know, Bill Belichick put it out like is, is, is going with the same old strategy that he's always had where he like never really surrounded Brady with weapons, except for, you know, Randy Moss and Julian Edelman. You can argue, you know, some years Brady made him more than he made Brady, but um, I just don't think that they're surrounding Mac with weapons and they're just expecting it to work. And Mac Jones ain't Tom Brady. No, no, he, is, he certainly is not. And when you look at the uh, jets, um, Zach Wilson will miss the first four games of the regular season now as he continues to rehabilitate the knee that he injured in the preseason. Um, you know, you have Joe Flacco starting games and you enter a season with seven consecutive games against teams with playoff expectations. Um, look, if you look at the Jets schedule, it's not friendly. So, yes, they're young. Yes, they have some promising talent. It's going to be a rough path for them though and i don't think this is a playoff team especially with joe flacco under center and i think there's questions already about what is zach wilson because he's not proving to be durable <coughs> he did not have a very good year last year um some would say he had a better second half um but i don't i don't believe it um, no. I, I i don't believe in zach wilson <laughs> Um, I, I think he's a nice player that could be a Tua like player in this league, but he is not a star worthy of being picked number two overall leading the jets to their first playoff berth. in God knows how long, I mean, what was it? 2009, 2010. Mm -hmm. Um, so AFC back to back AFC championship. Yeah. Game. Right. With the, with the Sanchez, um, jets aren't going to be very good. No, and I, I don't want to devote too much time to this because we got a bunch of other divisions to do. Um, Yeah, no, the Jets probably aren't going to be good. If you're a Jets fan, what are you looking for? You're looking for Garrett Wilson to be an explosive player. You're looking for Brees Hall to be an explosive playmaker. If those two show out and show that they can be like successful like playmakers, then you feel better. You feel like Zach Wilson will have the weapons necessary to show that he's good, if he's good. And if he's not, if if the first four weeks Joe Flacco's out there, Brees Hall and and Garrett Wilson or whoever is tearing it up, and then you bring in Zach Wilson and they start to sputter, then at least you know, you know, move off of him. 
So we both agree that the Bills are winning the AFC East. And I am going to jot... I think. Yeah, I'm going to jot these down um, just for, you know, when it comes to our Super Bowl prediction. Um, The AFC South. uh, This is probably the worst division in football, in my opinion. And it's... It's not a compliment <laughs> to the Colts. Um, this is a god-awful division. The Texans are probably the worst team in one of the worst teams in football. Um, any, you know, if if they're excited about Davis Mills, there's not much to be excited about. Um, the Jaguars under Doug Peterson might be a pleasant surprise. The most uh, excited about Damian Pierce. I, 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 right. I, th- I, I think, you know, you've got a coach that's – there that's proven to win a Super Bowl. Uh young promising prospect to Trevor Lawrence. I think, you know, last year is a flush year for him. But there's still not a lot of proven playmakers there. And it's going to be a patient process for Jacksonville. They're still Jacksonville. Um the Titans have lost a lot. You know, the Titans have lost a lot. They're tough. They're well conditioned. They run the football well. That works well in the regular season when bad teams stumble into losses, but guess what? It doesn't work consistently against very good playoff teams that can put points up in bunches. The Titans are going to struggle to do so. Ryan Tannehill is on his way out at some point. He is looking in the rearview mirror to Malik Willis. Um, You lost A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles. You've lost – you brought in Robert Woods, Traylon Burks. Um, You know, this is a Titans team that – kind of is the middle of the pack and for a team that was you know the, the top seed last year um <laughs> it's gonna be a quick fall from grace for them and then you have your colts taylor you have your colts um you lost your defensive coordinator and matt Eberflus. um you might be taking a step back on that side while gus bradley gets his you know system in place you don't know what's the upgrade at quarterback. That's the important question. When you're looking at this Colts team, you were, all you had to do was beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and you were in the playoffs last year. But does Matt Ryan make that much of a difference? Personally, I I mean, I know you're higher on Matt Ryan. You have to be higher on Matt Ryan because you're a Colts fan. You have to be. Um, I think Matt Ryan does the same for you as Phillip Rivers did. And that didn't make you a very... You know, we made the playoffs. You did. You did make the playoffs. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, that's about all you did. But I think Matt Ryan is enough in a very bad division um, to allow you to win the AFC South, which I'm sure you are happy to hear me say. I mean, yeah, Houston is trash. Um, I don't see them making anything different in terms of and competing for the division. If they do, then what has happened? Um, Tennessee, like you said, so many step backs in so many different areas. Um, you got Tannehill who's worried about his job. You can tell because he's, I'm not going to mentor. Malik and you know who, job. you know who is Willis looked good. This yeah, Austin, this, I know this preseason. He's he looked speedy. good. He's speedy. He's a mobile quarterback. And that's the way that the entire NFL seems to be moving towards um, a quarterbacks who can make plays with their legs as well as th- with their arm. And Malik Willis looked good. And Malik Willis is, ve- you know what Malik Willis reminds me of? He reminds me of Jalen Hurts very much overlooked but has the same attributes and if people give him a shot he might run away with that job he he reminds me of uh, Jalen Hurts a uh, Justin Fields uh, all these quarterbacks who can run 
and also uh, yeah. throw the ball. And yeah. I, I'm in the I'm in the camp. I think Tannehill's done this year. I think Malik Willis will start at some point this year. Oh yeah, no. I, as soon as that team goes like two and four, two yeah. and five, because even if you can't throw the ball, if you have a quarterback who is a threat to run it, it and adds I think, a whole different dimension to you. I offense. think I think Malik Willis's addition to that offense and what Malik Willis could do with his legs will open up holes for Derrick Henry, which is a scary thought. Exactly. It's the same. It's the same thing with the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. If you have him as a threat, it opens up the entire run game because you have a whole another. Which is of, why you saw them become very successful when they finally committed to the, the run last the year. The read options, the RPOs, all yes. that stuff that you can yes. do now when you have a rushing quarterback, even even just QB draws, you can do mm-hmm. that. You can the the Bills with Josh Allen, the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, they can call a QB draw at the five yard line and they can get a touchdown. You can't do that with Ryan Tannehill, but you can with Malik no, Willis. I think he you will cannot. start at some point this season. So I think Tennessee is obviously in a rebuild. Lost AJ Brown. They're 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 not good. The one team that uh, uh, scares me as a Colts fan and scares me as a relative term is Jacksonville because of Peterson, because of the fact that Trevor Lawrence is a top prospect. We forget how good Trevor Lawrence was in college and how good he potentially could the be. The next Peyton Manning-like prospect, Yes, if as he we gets, were told. If he gets unlocked by Peterson and this new offense with, with Christian Kirk as his speedy wide receiver, with Travis Etienne as an all-down utility back who can catch the ball out of the backfield, who can run it between the tackles, if that happens, and, and then even J- J- James Robinson as a power back, if that's how they choose to run it, I think this offense could be scary. And the defense on the other side, defense is no joke. They can play well. They have Josh Allen. That's that all of all of Jacksonville, I think, has a lot of tools to compete for this division. And I think they will be competing with the Colts. But getting to the Colts, listen, Carson Wentz, 30th around in accuracy last year. Matt Ryan, seventh. That upgrade alone, I think, is going to be enough for the Colts. Colts are still a run first team. They have arguably the best running back in the league in Jonathan Taylor repping his jersey right now he is going to be fed early and often and then they'll hit him with a play action and trying to get open throws like the easy throws not Carson Wentz hero ball where he's trying to throw into double coverage against the Titans no hit JT Jonathan Taylor for the the 10 yard out route to get the first down and keep the sticks moving those are the little plays just the better decisions that I think that Matt Ryan can make with a good offensive line with a good defense with good run support and maybe the wide receiving weapons aren't the best, but I happen to believe that Michael Pittman Jr. is prime for a big breakout. Behind him, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about Paris Campbell. Can he stay healthy? We don't know. Is Alec Pierce that good? Like that good to be a uh, number two wide receiver? Which I think in the depth chart he is listed as number two right now. We don't know. He's a rookie, obviously. So we'll see what happens. But like you said, like I said, should be good enough to win this trash division. Should be good enough to win the division. Uh, I mean, you bring up a lot of good points, but I mean, I, I think it's not a secret that the Colts go as Jonathan Taylor goes. Um, we both agree that the Colts will win the AFC South. So let's go to the AFC North. And this becomes a very, very interesting division, Taylor. Obviously, you have the defending um AFC champions and the Cincinnati Bengals who are coming back with a vengeance. There's no reason to believe that they won't be as good as they were last year. Um, and, and even better because they got an upgraded offensive line. Better offensive line. Uh, you have the Baltimore Ravens who are back with event. I mean, they were in the playoff chase and they had 
you know, Tyler Huntley playing a quarterback in a laundry list of injuries. The Ravens are back. Do not sleep on them. The Pittsburgh Steelers are in a rebuild type mode. They do have a very, very good defense. They do have weapons on offense. I like what they're doing. I mean, Najee Harris at running back, even though he has a list Frank injury um, that he's going to be having to deal with all year. That's why I avoided him in fantasy. Me too. Um, and I would have he, taken him in dynasty, but I don't know. Foot injuries scare me. Yep. Running yep. backs. And wide receivers, I, I'm liking what they're doing between Deontay, uh, Claypool, and Pickens, I, I think is going to be a stud for them. Um, the question is, when does the transition of Mitch Trubisky to Kenny Pickett go, and how good is Kenny Pickett? Is it enough for the Steelers to be a playoff team? I, I mean, we'll get to it. And then, obviously, the Cleveland Browns, who both you and I believe, Taylor, that with Deshaun Watson, this is probably Cleveland's division. I mean, it is just a very good team. However, um, Jacoby Brissett will be their 11-game replacement for Watson, and I think that's a difference enough that this Browns team could struggle this year to push for a playoff spot. I don't think anybody is really realistically thinking of them as a playoff team this year. Um, the Browns believe Brissett could be good enough to keep the team afloat, but you know, as a 14 and 23 career record shows, um, and as you know, Taylor, as being a Colts fan, that's not exactly um, a realistic expectation in many people's eyes. But when you look at this division, um, you know, I'll I'll go first and give you, um, you know time to, to kind of counter if you need to, but I'm picking the Ravens to win this division this year. Um, I, I think the Ravens are back. Lamar is playing with a lot of motivation because he wants that contract. He's not going to get it before the season starts unless something happens here within the next 48 hours. Um, but there is no in inclination that that's going to happen. Um, and this defense is loaded. Yes. They got rid of Hollywood Brown, but this Ravens offense has is catering to what Lamar Jackson does. They're going to run the ball and look for a guy like Rashad Bateman to break out this year. I like this Ravens team to win the division. Mm -hmm. And I know it might not be popular, but I think this Ravens division under John Harbaugh, always one of the best coach teams in the NFL. They were close to winning the division, even when they were, you know, littered with injuries last year, they're going to win the division this year. It will be close. And then the Bengals will be a playoff team as a wild card because they will almost win this division. Uh, I have the Bengals there. Look, the Bengals are very, very good. Do not get me wrong. And if they win the division, that won't surprise me. Burrow, Chase, Higgins, Mixon, the weapons are there. Taylor, like you said, the offensive line is much better. Um, the, the, the defense gives you a little pause. Um, you know, it, it may not have, they play very well together, but you wonder if it's going to fault them at some point throughout the year, like it did. It failed them in the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Um, and then you have Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I do think Brissett does enough for the Browns to be the third place team, not enough to be a playoff team. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, I just think they're in that transition year. They're not going to be horrible. This division is good, but they do finish last in this division because I think they try to hang on to Trubisky too long. And he's not good. Uh, and, you know, Kenny Pickett, by the time he takes over, you're going to get those growing pains. And it's just a, that bad balance of 
you know, veteran quarterback that's never going to be a starter, not playing well, and then the rookie getting in late and not having enough time to work out the growing pains this year, even though Mike Tomlin has never had a record under 500 in his fantastic coaching career. This is the first year that happens. Uh, yeah, I think as it turns out, it might happen in the AFC that we almost completely agree on the winners and the playoffs of the division. Yeah. Yep. And the playoff spots because yeah, I agree. Pittsburgh is in a rebuild. You know, I don't even know that pick is going to get in because if they're trying to win and, and, you know, keep that streak alive of winning, like winning seasons, I don't know that it'll happen, but I don't know that they'll go to pick it. I think they might have trouble coming off of Trubisky because Trubisky is not great, but he has shown flashes where he can be a sustainable quarterback, at least an average quarterback, give him weapons, give him a better offensive scheme. And I think that he can show out at least to be a decent quarterback, but at their core, they are in a rebuild, I would think, except for that the defense is really good. So it's hard to say that Pittsburgh will fall too much. Um, I I kind of think Pittsburgh might have a slightly winning record, like a, a 10-7 season, but still miss the playoffs. And then Cleveland might fall below because I've seen Brissett, you're right. And he is the ultimate game manager, but he's also someone who won't win you the game. He will almost never win you the game. So, like, if if if, if the Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt duo is not on par and they, they don't go up early in points through the running game, then I don't think that Jacoby Brissett can be the guy to pull you back from um, losing. And I know that the Browns have a decent defense, at least on their defensive line, they'll have a lot of pass rush, but they're going to have games where they are down early and Brissett just won't be able to bring them back. So I, I, I'm not convinced that even after 11 and then after 11 games, you have Deshaun Watson coming back, but he hasn't played in so damn long that who knows how long it'll take him to get into rhythm with the offense, get rhythm into rhythm with the play calling all of that. So I, I do kind of think, that Cleveland might end up the bottom of this division and Pittsburgh might end up three. Um, I do think that Cincinnati will be two and I think they will make the playoffs because as you said, they're just as good as they were last year. They kept all their weapons and then, or well, maybe I guess they lost Uzama, but like Hayden yeah. Hurst is going to be their tight end. I'm sure they'll be fine. They still have Jamar Chase. They still have Joe Mixon. They still have T Higgins. Yeah. Not worried about that offense in the slightest. And they have an offensive line that's much improved that Joe Burrow somehow dragged to the Super Bowl. So they're a da- as dangerous a team as any, but in my opinion, and I have a lot of stock in Lamar Jackson, this Baltimore team is coming back with a vengeance. They're the best coach team in that division. They are explosive. They are a problem on offense when their team is healthy. You don't know if they're running from the from the one running back on the left side or the one running back on the right side or whether Lamar Jackson is going to take it or if they're going to throw it deep. And they have Mark Andrews. They have, you know, players on offense that can make plays. Rashad Bateman, I believe, also is going to have a breakout year. I try to take him in fantasy in a couple leagues I have him. I think he's going to break out and be the number one wide receiver. And I just think that Baltimore has a chip on the shoulder and Lamar Jackson has a chip on his shoulder and he's going to come out. He could be MVP this season. I, I think that he's going to just come back and, and run rough shot over the league. And I think that he's going to dominate the NFC North with Cincinnati right behind them, probably taking that third and final playoff spot. 
So, yeah, we, we agree with the Ravens and the Bengals taking two of the playoff spots. Ravens winning the division. Bengals taking one of those wildcard spots, which leaves one last division and three playoff spots to go, um, including the division. <laughs> uh, in this absolutely loaded Stacked. AFC West. Stacked. Best division Kansas, in football and is not close. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson here. Um, changes, for sure. Um, the Chargers certainly got better. Yep. The Raiders certainly got better, even though, you know, Questions remain, right, uh, with, with, you know, how good is Derek Carr? Can, do you believe in Josh McDaniels as a head coach? Um, Denver took the biggest leap, and I, I don't think that's, you know, it, it takes rocket science to figure out why the, uh, the you know, the, the acquisition of Juan Russell Wilson will do that to a <laughs> team that seemed like it was a quarterback away. The defense is very good. They have the wef- weapons on offense. And then the question mark lies with the Chiefs. You know, Tyree Kill's gone to Miami, but does that mean the Chiefs fail, find multiple other ways to succeed? They still have Patrick Mahomes and they still have Andy Reid. And they they look and they tried to re uh, rejuvenate that defense a little bit. Rejuvenate. Aha. It's great. Um <laughs> I, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> I don't. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> um, this is a low division, Taylor. It really is. Um, I'll let you have first crack at this division. I, I took first crack on the last two, so I'll let you wrap up the AFC with your thoughts on the AFC West before I give mine. Okay, this division is tough. I wouldn't want to play in it because it's the best in football, I believe. I think all four teams, if they were in another division, could easily take their top divisions. Um, You know, the worst team, the worst team, quote-unquote, might be the Raiders. And I agree with you. And their offense is insane. I mean, you got Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, don't love the running backs because they're going to be, I mean, Josh Jacobs slash by committee. I don't really know what they're Derek doing. Carr is rejoined with the best wide receiver in football. Though. And and Derek Carr is rejoined with his old college teammate, the best wide receiver in football. Devontae Adams, which adds a whole nother, uh dimension to their offense that they didn't really have. And that's scary. Their offense is scary. But then you look at the rest of the division and you say, well, who's the best quarterback? Probably Patrick Mahomes, but Russell Wilson is a veteran and he's right there. Um, I think it goes Vegas. And then next up I have Kansas City because I don't know how they're going to – they're going to be a retooled offense. They've been relying on Tyreek Hill for so many targets, so many yards. He's one of those guys, like I said with Tua, where you can kind of get him the ball and then just let him do a lot of the work. Not that I think that Patrick Mahomes is all just throw it up to Tyreek Hill. He obviously is a good quarterback. But there is a certain level of his yardage that's been throw it to Tyreek Hill short, and then Tyreek is just faster than everyone and outruns everyone. Is Juju going to be able to fill his shoes? Somewhat. I don't know. But you have a rookie in Sky Moore who I think is going to be heavily involved. Um, You have Hartman who's fast. They're built on being quick 
and then using, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey on the inside. You worry about the running game. I think Kansas City takes the third spot, but makes the playoffs. Then in the second spot, I have Denver. I have them there because of I've I'm just baking in some type of degree of difficulty. Like I know that like pa- uh, Peyton Manning went to the Broncos and it was seamless. He he walked in and he had the best season of all time, arguably, like 55 touchdowns. He had one of the best throwing seasons of all time. Do I think Russell Wilson can match that? No, but I think he will be a a cog in this offense that's going to elevate Sutton, and he's going to elevate Judy, and he's going to elevate Devontae Williams so much higher than they would have been. So I do think that they, they come around with maybe 11, 12 wins. And then there's the Chargers. And in my opinion, the Chargers are the best team in the AFC West. They got better. They were already good. They got better. They added Khalil Mack on the other side of Joey Bosa. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? They have one of the best pass rushes in the league. They already have Derwin James in the backfield. They have JC Jackson. They have all these pieces on defense. They are one of the best defensive teams and have one of the most dynamic offenses. They still have Keenan Allen. They still have uh, Mike Williams. They have all these pieces. I think that, you know, the Chargers are going to take a step with Herbert, and I think that they're going to win this division and be a force in the AFC. So this is where we differentiate just in the order. We obviously agree on the three playoff teams. Um, I do have the Chiefs as one of the wild cards as the three. Um as, as the third team in the division, I do think, you know, Patrick Mahomes will do enough. That team will still be there, um, but it won't be enough to win this loaded division where I differentiate is the winner. And I have the Broncos winning the division. I just think that defense is one of the best in the AFC, if not the best in the AFC loaded. You got to remember what this team was doing on the defensive side of the ball for years under Vic Fangio. They drafted a lot of talent on that side of the ball, and they are very young and very good. This offense has been waiting for a quarterback to explode that side of the ball for a long, long time. They have the weapons, they have the running game, and they have a good play caller um, to help them. I, I With the Chargers for me, Yes, if this team stays healthy, Taylor, they could go all the way to the Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. Um, But you have injury concerns on the defensive side of the ball. J.C. Jackson is already uncertain for week one. Derwin James has an extensive injury history. Khalil Mack is coming off a foot injury that derailed his 2021 season. Joey Bosa has a concussion history. So if they stay healthy, yes. Has the track record shown that the Chargers can stay healthy? No. And I don't trust the coaching staff. That that it is there is a big reason why the Chargers did not beat the Raiders to go to the soup to go to the playoffs last year. And that falls strictly on coaching. If the Chargers don't make it far into the playoffs, I don't think making the playoffs is enough for that coaching staff to keep their jobs. Watch for Sean Payton to come in like a hawk and take this Chargers team to a real AFC Super Bowl contender this year. The pieces are there. 
Love the offense. Love Justin Herbert. Love the talent on the defensive side of the ball. Don't trust the health of the defensive side of the ball. And don't trust this coaching staff. That's the difference for me. The Broncos win the division. But we have the same amount of teams. Uh, we have the same exact teams. Just in a little different order in the AFC West for um, the playoff representatives afc east is the bills afc south is the colts afc north is the ravens afc west for me is the broncos for you it is the chargers wild card for me is bengals chiefs chargers wild card for you is bengals chiefs broncos let's go to the nfc we do have about we're, we're trying to get all this in the game starts in an hour hopefully it doesn't take us time but we still have to even get to our week one picks which hmm. we're not going to do a lot of in-depth breakdown of that because we we're just doing this this week rapid right. fire whatever. correct um NFC East, Taylor, and this is where my <laughs> beloved Philadelphia Eagles come into play. Um, it's a two-horse race in the NFC East, Taylor, and I don't think it's really a secret that the New York football giants are not going to be very good, could quite possibly be the worst team in football this year. The Washington Commanders, you have no idea what they um, really believe they are doing. Uh, they have Carson Wentz as their new quarterback. Their defense allowed five more points per game last year than the season before. Um, <laughs> regression, regression, regression. I They're, thought they were going to be good. If you remember a year ago, I was. I know you were. I pumped. said Washington defense is going to be good. I thought. And then you have the Cowboys and the Eagles. If any of you think I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys to win this division, you have not been following the show very closely. Um, not only do I pick the Eagles because they're my team, but obviously I, I think this is the Eagles division to to win. And, and I'll start with this. Um, the Eagles probably arguably have the most complete roster in the division. They have one of the sneakiest top defenses in the NFL. When you look at what they did in the secondary, acquiring Chauncey Gardner-Johnson to move to safety, you have Darius Slay and James Bradbury on the outside corners. You beefed up that pass rush. You get Brandon Graham back healthy. You used Jordan. You drafted Jordan Davis to be the sole piece to pair with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. You brought in Hassan Reddick. Uh, I mean, this defensive pass rush is loaded. Oh, by the way, they drafted N'Kobe Dean and brought in Kaiser White in free agency to go at the linebacker position. This defense is good, Taylor. This defense is really good. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball where, obviously, if Jalen Hurts takes that next step, and this is all about Jalen Hurts this year, um, this team is going to be outstanding. Um, and, and has the ability. I mean, the ceiling is the roof, depending on Jalen Hurts' progression, as some may say. Um, but if Hurts fails to play at a consistent high level, this team will be a playoff-relevant team, but you know they'll struggle to go much farther than that. You know what I mean? Like, So the progression of Jalen Hurts really is where the Eagles' um, season lives or dies this year because there's no excuses. You drafted Devontae Smith last year. You traded for A.J. Brown, who is a top five, definitely top ten, arguably top five wide receiver in the NFL. Right. I'll take top ten, maybe not top five. But go Fantasy it. and reality are two different things, in my opinion. No, that's true, but I still think he's not top five. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You have Dallas Goddard at tight end. 
trade away Jalen Rager too. Thank God. Um, Kez Watkins and Zach Pascal uh, finish up the wide receiver room there. You have one of the best, if not the best, it has been ranked the best offensive line in football. And you have a loaded running back room between Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott. Uh, this is a team that predicates on the run. We're one of the best rushing teams in football last year. And now you added the element of the passing game. And from everything that we've heard, Jalen Hurts has been a much more accurate passer much more accurate passer. We'll see how this plays out throughout the season, but the potential is there for this Eagles team to be very good. That leads me to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Not very good. You have one wide receiver on the active roster that's caught an NFL pass. That's CeeDee Lamb. That's it. Dak Prescott regressed last year. Ezekiel Elliott does not look like the running back that you paid, you know, five years, millions and millions of dollars for, but you have to play him because you paid him. Tony Pollard's a better running back. The offensive line is in shambles already hurt, old, mm-hmm. broken down, not the same offense. You didn't add anybody on defense. You actually lost players on defense as well. Um, Apparently added anyway, anyone, anywhere. They, they didn't add anyone anywhere. Um, they, you know, so when they were you're basically at- silent and free agency, you know, you, you look you look at a defense outside of Micah Parsons, you really wonder what they're good at. You, you know what I mean? I, it's, it's tough to look at the Cowboys defense with any form of confidence. Um, and this offense has regressed. Dak does not have as many weapons around him, as I like I said before. Um, is he probably the best quarterback record wise, you know, track record wise in the division? Yes. I think Jalen Hurts could eclipse him this year, though, if he if he takes that progression like some expect him to do. Um, no, this Cowboys team is going to struggle to compete with the Eagles to win this division. Yeah, so Giants are going to be awful. Washington's going to be awful, I think. They're not going to be good. Uh, I don't believe in Carson Wentz, as we all know. Their defense thought they'd be good last year. They weren't. Um, even if they stay healthy this year, I think they're going to be mediocre bottom of the barrel. Giants might be the worst team. You know, there's some value fantasy wise in Saquon. If he stays healthy, I have him in my dynasty because I do think he's young and he's going to get the majority of the work. If he stays healthy, he's going to be good. Real football, like real life. Nah, uh, I don't think the Giants are going to be competitive. Dallas, they didn't do anything this offseason. Like, yeah, they drafted. Sure. But like. They they made almost zero moves in free agency. It didn't make any sense. They didn't get better. If anything, they got worse because they lost players. You know, they lost Amari Cooper. Now only CD Lamb is their wide receiver one. But the thing is, everyone knows that. Pollard is probably, like you said, the more talented, the more efficient running back for sure. And mm-hmm. he's stuck behind Ezekiel Elliott because he got, you know, he got paid. Um, and Jerry Jones refuses to not play the guy who you paid millions and millions of dollars. So I do think that Philadelphia has the best roster, the best defense, the best offensive line, the best wide receiver room, running game, probably the best. 
Not that I think that any individual player is that good, but I think the amalgamation of all of them and the way that Nick Sirianni formed that offense, like I said earlier and described earlier, how like you don't know if it's going to be Scott or Sanders or Jalen Hurts running the ball. It adds so much more to your offense and can be really dynamic. This team is going to go as far as Jalen Hurts takes them, mm-hmm. just like you said. Yeah. We don't know if Jalen Hurts can be a step above that guy. I think they'll make it to the playoffs. What do they do in the playoffs? That's going to rely on TBD. Jalen Hurts. TBD. That's going to be rely on Jalen Hurts because I think, like we've said, they have a top five, maybe top three roster in the entire NFL. It's just what can, the can Jalen Hurts do? Be the guy yeah. with this great, great roster. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. I do. I don't know if you agree with me, Taylor. I do have the Cowboys as one of my wildcard teams. I do not. Okay. All right. Um, I do have the Cowboys as one of the wild card teams. I think they do enough, um, but a wild card team in Jerry World is not typically enough for Mike McCarthy to keep the job. So we'll, we will see. I, I mean, I, I think the Cowboys squeak into the playoffs as much as it pains me to say that because I don't want them anywhere near the playoffs because Cowboys not making the playoffs. It's hilarious to me. Um, the NFC South, Taylor. Um. <laughs> I'm sure everybody has seen Tom Brady and the, uh, you know, not really looking so hot pictures. Um, He obviously took some time away for undisclosed reasons. This past um, training camp, the Buccaneers um, are looking to three-peat. But, you know, the offensive line is in a little bit of flux. New coach Todd Bowles. Um, you know, Godwin is trying to come back from a torn ACL. Uh, there are some question marks around this Buccaneers team. Now, the Saints are coming in. Um, their defense is very deep, even with them trading Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Um the Saints defense has had Brady's number over the past couple years. And then you obviously have Jameis Winston, who is hopefully in their eyes healthy after tearing his ACL last year. Um, they're hoping he can play close to an elite level with um, a revamped offense. Michael Thomas should be back. Chris Olave got drafted. You have Kamara in the backfield, Ingram in the backfield. That Saints offense under now Dennis Allen. We'll see what the Saints are. And then you have the Panthers and the Falcons. Um, The Baker Mayfield era has started in Carolina. (laughs) Um, We'll see how uh, Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. Maybe we'll see if Baker can do it. Please. Um, please. But, you know, some people think they could challenge for a playoff spot. Some people think they are going to be one of the worst teams in football. I kind of lead towards the latter of them being one of the worst teams in football. And then you have a team that could very well be the worst team in football in the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and there's not much to say about that. They have uh, absolute damn near close to zero um, NFL caliber talent outside of Drake London and Kyle Pitts on this roster. Uh, Marcus Mariota is their starting quarterback. And if you think Desmond Ritter will do any better, you're just kidding yourself. Um, Falcons are going to be horse doo-doo that probably is going to be a bottom three team in the league. Um, Taylor, I am picking the Saints to win this division. I am picking the Saints to win this division. And the only it's not so much about the Saints 
as it is, I think there's a lot of problems in Tampa that not a lot, not enough people are talking about. Um, this offensive line is not good. Brady needs a good offensive line. Brady does not seem to be all in. It's the first time that we have seen Tom Brady like this. I don't think he is sure that he made the right decision to come back. Um, you have injury concerns throughout the roster, and they are the league's oldest team. League's oldest team. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints. A lot of people, you know, this is a Saints team that have had the Bucks number. Um, Jameis Winston, if, if, you know, his time with New Orleans has kept him from turning the ball over, the Saints need to just not only they, – they, they should not get in their own way. That's the only reason they're not going to win this division. I do have the Buccaneers as a wild card team, though. See, I do think that New Orleans will find a way, James Winston will find a way to get into his own way um, because I do think that the offense is pretty good on paper. Um, I just – I don't know if I trust Jameis Winston as much as I trust Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady, yeah, sure, he didn't show up to camp for two weeks. He may have trouble with Giselle, that there might be trouble on the home front, and maybe he hasn't had to deal with that before. But when it comes down to it, when you get on the field, who is the best competitor in maybe the history of, of football? And it's Tom Brady. So I'm never going to bet against him in a division where, you know, the, the two bottom feeders you you think are Carolina and Atlanta. Maybe the Carolina defense is slightly better now that they have uh, Baker Mayfield, and obviously they will be better if, if Christian McCaffrey can play. And they'll squeak a few wins out here and there. They might end up like with seven wins, but I don't think that they're going to be competing at all. If anything, they're going to be spoiler to teams like New Orleans or Tampa Bay. But I still – I'm hitching my wagon with Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. I think they figure out a way – you know, Godwin, I think we fine. He's coming back from an injury, but let's be honest in today's day and age, injuries don't really harp, uh, harp on many players, depending on what the injury is and, and the, the, the training staff. I mean, uh, medicine has come so far. I don't think that Godwin will be, re- will be really um, affected by it. They still have Leonard Fournette. I think their run game is going to be as good as ever. Their defense is still elite. I think, uh, you know, that all, that defensive line is still a lead. Vita Vea, um, they're still going to be great uh, stopping the run. I, I just think Tom Brady will figure it out. And I think that the Tampa Bay um, gets into the playoffs. And I don't think that a division winner comes out of this because I just think that New Orleans can't be trusted. I don't think James Winston can be trusted. The last time we saw him in a full season, he threw 30 interceptions. Whether that'll change with the Saints, I don't know. But Sean Payton's gone. It's not Sean Payton anymore. So we don't even know what the Saints offense is going to necessarily look like. So uh, it just that altogether, I have Tampa Bay winning, and I don't have another team coming out of the NFC South. Okay, so we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be at odds here in the NFC. It looks like <laughs> that's okay. somewhere at least somewhere we have to differ. All right, I think the NFC is just more loaded though. I think the NFC has more opportunity for chaos than the AFC does. I think the AFC has that clear like group of teams oh, for sure. where the NFC is just a lot I mean, like, more talented yeah, as a whole. I, I think the Chargers, Denver, Indy, Baltimore, and then Buffalo, that's five teams right there that are going to make it. There's mm-hmm. no way in my mind, unless catastrophic injuries happen, that those teams don't make it. And then from the on Cincinnati six, like yeah, I, I can see that. 
But uh, and just in my opinion, the NFC is pretty clear cut. I still think when we get to it that the NFC West is one of the better divisions in mm. in football. So we are at the NFC North right now, and that's the Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears. Uh, the Bears could be one of the worst teams in football. Um, it's about Justin Fields and not much else. It's he clear they're in a. He did look good. However, this is a transitional year for the Bears. They tore down that roster basically um, and are building back up from scratch. The Bears are not going to be a very good football team this year. You just hope that it doesn't ruin Justin Fields in the process. Uh, The Detroit Lions, look, I mean, they're scrappy. They are a scrappy, physical, hardworking football team. However, the talent's just not there. Um, They need another year to, I think, really rejuvenate this team. You're starting to see the pieces. Amon Ross St. Brown on offense. DeAndre Swift on offense. You got the pieces there, but it's going to take more time. Um, I think the Lions are going to improve, but certainly not enough to compete for this division, which leaves the Vikings and the Packers. Some people like to be a little um, crazy and like the Vikings to win this division. I'm not there. Yes, the Packers got rid of Devontae Adams. And it's difficult to replace the most productive wide receiver in the game. Oh, is it? It's hard Uh, to do that? (laughs) Sammy Watkins is okay. (laughs) Yeah. Romeo Dobbs might be a nice piece. Who knows? Um, Anyway. um, Who's going to be their number one receiver? Who who do you think it's going to be? I think it's going to be Dobbs eventually. Yeah. that's why I think uh, he's in a bunch of fantasy leagues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm praying that he is. Anyway, the, the offensive line's very good. Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback, and you have a good one-two punch at running back with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and I think you're going to see them on the field at the same time this year because I think Aaron Jones is going to be used more in the passing game, and A.J. Dillon's going to kind of be that bruiser. You're going to kind of see that dynamic of, like, Kamara and Ingram uh, with the Saints there. Uh, I, I think you're going to see the Packers prove a lot of people wrong because Aaron Rodgers has that ability. Now I'm not going to go and say that the Packers are going to do anything in the playoffs because they have not proven any year ever to do that. (laughs) Um, But the Packers have always proven to be a good regular season team. And I think it's going to be enough to win an average division because when you look at the Vikings, Taylor, um, Kirk Cousins is not very good. He's just not. I don't trust him in prime time. I don't trust him in a game that matters. And I don't trust a a rookie head coach to come in, make this Vikings team all that it's hyped up to be and knock down the Packers to win the division. Do I think the Vikings will be flirting with the playoff spot? Sure. Because outside of Kirk Cousins, this offense rocks, man. I love Justin Jefferson, obviously. (laughs) Adam Thielen's a great second pair. I like Irv Smith at tight end. You have Dalvin Cook at running back. Um, This is a very, very good offense. Maybe Kevin O'Connell is going to be better than I expect. But if you are sitting there banging the drum for Kirk Cousins to be your franchise quarterback, um, it's just more of the same to me. And I I think that this defense is not deep enough to allow Kirk Cousins to be a game manager. And I think, yes, the weapons around Kirk Cousins will put up nice numbers, but Kirk Cousins always finds a way to get in Kirk Cousins' way. 
and that will make sure that not only do the Packers win this division, but the Vikings will not make the playoffs. Mm. Mm. Well, we're going to really differ on this one because I'm going to be one of those shooters who have Minnesota winning the division. Um, I just think, as you described it, I couldn't have described it any better. Their offense is prime. They have maybe the best wide receiver in football, if not number one, then number two, and Justin Jefferson. I think he's going to have a another career year. I think, you know, Kirk Cousins and that offense is going to open up a little bit. They have Dalvin Cook. If he stays healthy, he's one of the best running backs in the league. You have Adam Thielen on the other side. I think the defense is going to be good enough to push them to the uh, division because I do think that Green Bay has to take a step back. They just have to. They There's no way that, that Romeo Dobbs, a rookie, Sammy Watkins, an inconsistent player, Alan Lazard, a guy, you know, in the playoffs, Rodgers didn't trust and whoever else they're going to trot out, you know, Randall, the corpse of Randall Cobb out there. I just don't think that this offense is going to, I I know that they're going to get Aaron Jones involved and they're going to have AJ Dillon probably doing some power rushing and, and maybe Jones will do enough to take up a a bunch of the targets that would have gone to Devontae Adams and that Romeo Dobbs can't handle. But I just think that there's going to be growing pains with this offense. There's no way that green Bay is not going to, struggle in the first half of this year i think and i just i as good as aaron Rodgers is there's going to be stinker games where maybe even he has a good game but overall they're not going to outscore a ton of uh teams i just think there's no easy fix to replace Devonte adams and to replace all the targets and the trust between Devonte adams and aaron Rodgers. what has he had one camp with romeo dobbs and Sammy Watkins to to develop the type of trust that he had with Devontae Adams, it's not going to happen. And and Aaron Rodgers is as moody as hell. You don't understand <laughs> what's going on in his head. And so maybe Dobbs misses one throw and then or one catch, and then boom, he he falls out of favor with Aaron Rodgers, and he's throwing to uh, Jones. But Jones can only do so much as a running back out of the backfield. Maybe they line up a, him up a wide receiver, um, but. I just, I just don't see it. I see them making the playoffs because I respect Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers's, um talent, and I think that by the end of the year they will have some sort of rhythm. And I, I'm hoping it's Romeo Dobbs because I have him in the dynasty league and in a bunch of fantasy leagues that he can be the number one wide receiver in Green Bay. But do I think he's going to step in and be Devontae Adams? I just don't. And I think the Minnesota offense is good. I th- the whole roster I think is good. Um, and Kirk Cousins, yeah, no, yeah, I don't trust him. I don't think they're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, but I think that they can get there. And I think that they can win this division. I think it's Minnesota, and I have Green Bay taking a wild card spot. Okay. All right. I mean, I know it's been a trendy pick. I mean, I've seen it, but uh, I don't know. I Listen, don't know. man, I just don't trust Green Bay until I see it, I guess. Like, I just, I need to see it. I need to see who is the guy who takes the targets, who catches the balls. Like, I don't trust Sammy Watkins. Like, I like Sammy Watkins, and he's been good for, like, a couple weeks here and there. But he has major injury concerns. Um, And then who's up next? Like, who is the number one wide receiver in Green Bay? We don't know. Is it Aaron Jones? Like, maybe. 
And that'd be cool, especially if you have Aaron Jones in fantasy, if he becomes the number one wide receiver and also used in the run game, like he could be invaluable. He could be the number one running back just for the fact that he kind of plays both positions, like a Cordell Patterson type situation or Debo Samuel. But like, I don't know. I need to see it first. So let's go to the NFC West, our final division, before we go and uh, predict our Super Bowl here. Uh, Rams, Niners, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions here. They start um, recording time. This game will have been played, but tonight, as of recording night, against the Bills. Um, Loaded roster. We'll get to them in a minute. The Niners and the Cardinals and the Seahawks. I'm going to start with the Seahawks because that's the easy one. Probably the worst team in football. Um, (laughs) A very, very young team in transition with Geno Smith starting. Um, There's just simply nothing to be excited about if you are a Seahawks fan, quite possibly, and my prediction, to be the worst team in football this year, which leaves uh, three teams in the NFC West. And if I do simple math, Taylor, you believe all three of these teams will be making the playoffs. Now in what order? Um, I will let you have the mic here in a second. I do believe the Rams win the division. This team is very, very good. They're stacked at the top of the roster with stars, just like last year. And just like last year, they added more stars. Um, Von <laughs> Miller, uh, you know. Um, they lost Von Miller. You know, okay. they lost Von Miller. They lost OBJ. They added Wagner. Um, you know, the Rams will, you know, be fine. They added Allen Robinson on offense to replace OBJ. This is a team that's definitely going to try to sign OBJ at some point. I have no doubt in my mind. Um, they're going to make another push for the Super Bowl. Um, but I guess while we're here uh, talking about the division, yeah, they'll, they'll repeat the division uh, without a doubt, this Rams team. Um, there is some concern with Stafford long-term with the elbow injury. We'll see how that affects him, uh, which leaves the Niners and the Cardinals. Um, they do have a very complete roster Do the San Francisco Niners have no holes. The problem is Trey Lance is young and developing and unproven as a full-time starter. Um, we saw him in spurts. They brought back Garoppolo. Not sure if that's a telling sign or not. I tend to think there's something there that not many people are talking about. Um, if he's good, this team is going to be great. If not, uh, they'll be looking up at the Rams, possibly others and probably bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I do have the Niners as my other wildcard team though, where we differ Taylor. And obviously I don't know your order yet. I am assuming it's the same order, but never safe to assume, (laughs) um, is the Cardinals. And the reason I don't think the Cardinals are going to be making the playoffs, um, Deandre Hopkins suspension, JJ Watts injury status, significant issues right off the rip. Um, for a Cardinals team that typically starts fast and finishes slow. Um, I, I I think there's going to be a lot of concern for the longevity of this offense. I think Kyler Murray will put up numbers, um, but I, I think this Cardinals team lost a, a, a lot when it comes to, um, you, you know, obviously they're wide receiver one. They brought in Hollywood Brown. I think, you know, this defense is not as deep as some would like to think it is. Um, the Cardinals will put points on the board, um, but the defense is no established pass rusher. If JJ Watt is not playing to his standard um, and he is getting older, 
Um, there's going to be a lot of demands on young corners. Marco Wilson and Byron Murphy are projected to be their starting corners this year. That's not exactly good. Um, there's concern with the Cardinals. I certainly don't think they're a playoff team. I've seen some people say that they might be a bottom 10 team this year. I'm not going that far. I think they're like an eight and nine type team. Not enough to make the playoffs for me. Yeah. Um, my order is Rams number one. I obviously uh, have them winning the division. I, I think they're just as good as they were last year. Maybe, you know, they lost Von Miller, so their pass rush might be not as good, but they have Bobby Wagner, who is getting older. I don't know if he's as great in coverage as he used to be, but, you know, the Rams are going to ram. They're going to get their their top players. They're going to trade their draft picks and do with stars. And I think that's going to work. Their offense is going to be as good as ever. They 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 still have Cooper Cup. They still have uh, Stafford. I'm not worried about his elbow really. I mean, he. I don't think he has he missed a game yet in his entire career. I don't think he has. Um, Stafford is an Iron Man, and even when he is a little bit banged up, he still goes out there and he puts it um, in his all. Um, they still have one of the best wide receivers in football. I don't trust the running game with Acres, but you know what? They'll do what they want to, and when it comes down to it, their passing game is what they're predicated on. I do think they'll get OBJ at some point, and they have Allen Robinson, who might revitalize his career because with the Bears, he was, you know, but the Bears had crap quarterbacks, and so now you – you come out here and you have a Matthew Stafford who is responsible for throwing the football for two of the greatest seasons of all time for running backs or wide receivers. I think that there's going to be a big difference with Allen Robinson. I think he'll really come into zone and they might not even sign OBJ because they might be fine with just Allen Robinson being their second guy. Um, I think the Rams win their division as long as Aaron Donald and Cooper cup and Matthew Stafford are all healthy and competing well. Um, San Francisco, I'm hoping that Trey Lance is as good as advertised, at least in the fact that he'll be a mobile quarterback, like we said before. And I mean, you, you talk about having creativity with a rushing quarterback. What about one of the most creative rushing teams, um, in the league right now, uh, with San Francisco with their, their coach is, you know, he's so good at, at scheming. Um, protections and blocking assignments for the run game. You've seen it with Raheem Mostert having career a career year and other running backs being successful in San Francisco. Whoever they throw in, Elijah Mitchell, whoever it is, it seems to be they work out because they have just a great scheme in terms of rushing and um, play action and whatnot. I just think that if you add a rushing quarterback into that mix, you, you make a team that's dangerous and... I think they added insurance to themselves. Like, yeah, maybe that won't help them in the long run because maybe Trey Lance is sitting there and he feels slighted that they kept Jimmy Garoppolo. But from business standpoint, it's a great move. You keep the guy who, you know, led you to the playoffs last year um, as a backup. So if Trey Lance doesn't work out halfway this season, but their roster is so good that they keep themselves in contention but like Trey Lance is just not working out you can throw in a Jimmy Garoppolo maybe that hurts Trey Lance's development overall but if you have to move off from him you have to move off from him and not dwell on it you have Jimmy Garoppolo as a safe backup a safe game manager type quarterback and I just think that they can do it and as for Arizona 
there's offensive issues, there's defensive issues, but I don't think that they're that glaring. I think, you know, you don't have D-Hop for the first six games. Yeah, well, you still have him for 10 games after that. You brought in Hollywood Brown to be your wide receiver two slash one while D-Hop, John Hopkins is out. So you have a, you know, a decently fast wide receiver one right now, and he becomes your wide receiver two when D-Hop comes back. I think, you know, new contract for Kyler Murray. I think he's going to be playing a little bit more sure of himself, I would hope. And they they know that their issue is fast starts, slow finishes. At some point, they're going to have to fix that. And I do think that this year, maybe they focus up a little more. Maybe they get Kyler Murray off the Call of Duty or whatever <laughs> it is that he's doing that makes him not study up on the things that he has to study up on in the second half of the year. Um, and I just think that Arizona can nab that last spot. And it's more of, I trust Kyler Murray more than I trust Jamison Winston, uh, James Winston. Um, Cause obviously you have new Orleans grabbing that uh, the top spot over there. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't trust Winston and I trust Kyler Murray to be a more explosive and uh, talented quarterback. I think if he puts it together for a whole season, then they're easily a playoff team. All right. It's come down to it. Super Bowl predictions. Taylor, AFC first. Who is your representative? I talked about them earlier. I raved about them. I think that the Chargers have one of the best rosters in the AFC. They have one of the best quarterbacks. They have a really good wide receiving core. They have a really good running back. They up their 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 uh, defense with, you know, they still have Joey Bosa. They have now Khalil Mack on the other side, JC Jackson, Derwin James. If they stay healthy, yeah, obviously if they're all hurt, it's going to be a moot point and they're not going to make it. But I think Justin Herbert takes that next step. I think that they come out of this year with the AFC playoff berth. I'm going to go a little, and I don't think this is far-fetched, Um but I think this is the year that the AFC kind of seems up for grabs. And in a contract year, how would Lamar Jackson look if he said, you know what? Screw you guys. Well, I'm taking this team to the Super Bowl. Did you and not he does it. Also see like Adam Schefter said that he said uh, that Lamar Jackson said that tomorrow, Friday, maybe the day that most people are listening to this is the deadline, the deadline. I don't know what that means. Like he's going to hold out or something, but the deadline for them to give him a contract. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what his threat is. Like, what is he threat? Like, is he threatening I, I, to hold no, out? Like, no, he's not going to hold out. And I don't think it's a threat, but I think he's going to come into the season and bank on himself and win. Yeah. If he doesn't get a contract by, like tomorrow, then for sure he's going to bank on himself to win. If he gets a contract, I still and, think he'll be good. But and to be honest with you, this Ravens defense is very good. I think people are, uh, you know, thinking, wow, they got rid of Hollywood Brown. You know, Lamar doesn't have the weapons. What about the run game? Lamar is the run game. J.K. Dobbins, Mike Davis, Gus Edwards, they're going to be, con- don't forget about Kenyon Drake. They're going to be compliments to Lamar. You have one of the best tight ends, top two tight end in football in Mark Andrews. You have a very good offensive line. You have one of the best coach teams in all of football. The AFC is up for grabs. I'm going with the Ravens to win the AFC this year. And I wouldn't I wouldn't say no. I, I really do like, I mean, I, w- I was 
<laughs> I was raven raving about. <laughs> Wow, you're full of AFC North. I know. Fans, when we were talking right? about AFC the puns. AFC North, I mean, I, I really do like the Ravens a lot. Like, to, to yeah. win the division, to run away with the AFC North, despite the Bengals, and to, to be a top team. I just think, I think any of the top team, like Baltimore, the Chargers, Kansas City, and Denver, I think are going to be the, the teams that are really, like, have a chance to make uh, the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Obviously, I would love if the Colts did, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to pick them until they show that they're worth a pick for that. Um, and you know, Matt Ryan sold. You, you, you know, I'm not going to go out here and say that he's going to be a Super Bowl winning quarterback right now. So I think it's well, down they, to this those... day, the Colts are going to make the playoffs. It's I think it's team. I think it's down to Cincinnati, Baltimore, Denver, the Chargers, and then I'll throw in Kansas City just because they have the homes. But it's it's gonna be one of those teams, if and I think, I, I pick the Chargers. If if I wasn't picking the Ravens, I was picking the Broncos. Yeah. Um, to be to be honest with you, I, I think I feel a Peyton Manning type run with. Like, I do too. Like, like Denver I just do. like pulling in a. a I a, do too. A a, a veteran and guy and just like carrying it. To and, and personally, to me, the Bills are a little overhyped. I think they showed that they are a very good team, and I'm not saying they're not. But I think it shows when games matter, they got out coached. They got out coached, and I, I don't know what they did for me to say they're by far the best team in the AFC. I don't think they are. Um, I think they'll be very good. I think they'll win the division. They could even have home field advantage. It's not going to be enough. You have to be able to run the football come playoff time to win games, and they cannot. You can't rely on Josh Allen, and eventually you're going to kill the guy. Um, yeah. So I, I'm staying there away from definitely it. something to be said for the fact that they can't run the ball. Like they don't have a running game. They don't, and like and, like, and it failed not, them. Not, All they had to do was not make mistakes against the Chiefs, and you're going to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like they their their passing game did enough for them to. They should have won that game. And they should have. And it could have. I know. I know. There's a lot of controversy. They I, came down I, to their defense. They couldn't hold 13 seconds to get them into field goal range. But. You know. You know. Patrick Mahomes is going to pull something out of his ass. Keep everything in front of you, and don't let Travis Kelsey, of all people, run down the field with 13 seconds left. I, I, or Tyree Kill. There's two guys. There's two guys on the Chiefs that you have to have eyes on at all times. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Who's the reason why the Ch Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were able to drive down in 13 seconds? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Uh, game management, coaching. It came down to that. I I'm sorry. I'm not a. I'm not a believer in the Bills by any stretch, and it drives me nuts that a lot of people are. But that's neither here nor there. You take the Chargers. I take the Ravens and the AFC. NFC, now I know we're going to differ, I'm sure, on this. Who do you have in the NFC? Have, I want to know who you have first. <laughs> Go Birds, baby. I mean, we already, look, we already, and it's not as crazy as it sounds. And, I, I mean. It's not not crazy, though. <laughs> we, well. We talked about. We're going to go from Jalen Hurts not being able to win a playoff game to him winning a Super Bowl. Or getting to the Super Bowl. I should let, say. let me. Uh, let me preface this by saying that we talked about the Eagles roster hmm, we did. being a top three team. Yeah. This defense is very, very good. They can run 
the football. And if reports are accurate and you have the ability for Jalen Hurts to improve as a passer this year, you have the weapons. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Kez Watt. I mean, we, we, we talked about how good this Eagles roster is, but it's predicated on Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. I am hesitant to make this pick because I don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be. But everything that I have seen and heard and watched is that he has been better. And I get it was one preseason game. <laughs> One preseason game. <laughs> They're winning the Super Bowl. One preseason game. No, but that's all you need. No, 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 no. But from what I saw, the zip. I'm not looking at the stats. I'm looking at the zip of his passes, his accuracy, his command of the offense. This is the first time since high school he's had the same playbook in consecutive years, and the uh, the same play caller in consecutive years. People are sleeping on this Eagles team, Taylor, and I think I think it's going to be enough to make the Super Bowl. Yes, I am saying it. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl, and I don't care what people say. I don't care. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about real football. Um, I think that I'm going with the Rams to make it again. And yeah, look, would it shock me? No. Yeah, no. I think the Rams have a really good roster. As very long hard as- to repeat. It's very hard to repeat in this Didn't league. say that they're going to win, but oh. I think they'll make it. Um, An L.A. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl, huh? An L.A. Yeah. Super Bowl. L.A. Chargers, L.A. Rams. I have a Bird Super Bowl, and you have an L.A. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mobile quarterbacks with good defenses. That's kind of my theme. You, you see what I'm putting putting down right now? Yeah, that's um, fair. But you know what else has worked? Um, Matthew Stafford standing in the pocket and throwing to Cooper. Yeah, no, you're not. Throwing to Cooper. The, the difference <laughs> is the Eagles have their own wide receiver one this year, and I think the Ravens, like, look, I, I mean, I think the Rams, depending on what they do this year, yeah, they could very well be the number one seed and run away with the NFC. Um, I'm just trying to be a little different. Um, you certainly are. I don't believe in the Packers in the playoffs. I don't believe in a 45-year-old Tom Brady with a broken roster. I don't believe in the Saints. I don't believe in the Vikings. I don't believe in the Cardinals. I don't believe in the Cowboys. I don't believe in the Nine. Like, no, why not the Eagles? Why not the Eagles? Because that's why I look down the roster, down the NFC, and that's why I picked the Rams again. Because, you know, San Francisco, don't know the quarterback situation. Arizona, Depleted roster, not as good as they were last year. You look at the NFC South, Tampa Bay, roster's not as good. Do I trust Tom Brady? Of course I do. 45, I don't give a shit how old the fuck he is. He has been good from beginning to end. I will never put Tom Brady out of the conversation because I trust him that much. I've done it before, won't do it again. He's the GOAT. Uh, NFC North, don't trust the wide receiver core in uh, Arizona, pl- or in, uh, in uh, Green Bay, Aaron... Rodgers, Arizona, that's fine. Um, but uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't trust him even when he had Devontae Adams in the playoffs. So uh, there's that. Minnesota, can't trust Kirk Cousins. Uh, NFC East, don't trust Jalen Hurts in the playoffs. He hasn't shown it yet. 
and I'm not going to talk yep. about the rest of the NFCs because that's just crap. Silly. So, yeah. So silly. what I so what I come down to is the one team that's shown that they can do it, that's shown that they can overcome uh, uh, adversity, that didn't lose too much on offense. Yeah, they lost or on anything. They lost Von Miller. Yeah, they got Bobby Wagner. He'll be good. He's a veteran. He'll be good. They lost Odell. Allen Robinson. Can Allen Robinson do what Odell did? I think so. Odell wasn't doing a lot. He was doing a, he was, you know, he averaged four to five catches in strategic moments where they really needed a catch. I think Allen Robinson is good. He's just been with the bears and just shit quarterback after shit quarterback after shit coach after shit offensive coordinator. And he just couldn't catch a break. I think that he will do well enough. And especially when you pair him with Cooper cup, who's just going to be Cooper Cup, and you still have Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, all these good players on the Rams' side of the ball. I just – I think that they make it there again. And they – you know, I, I – trust me, I don't blame you in the slice. I just realized I am – speaking of the Rams, my in the Godzilla Media League, I'm playing uh, Dan from Hooters. Yeah. And I forgot he has like – he should be called the Rams. Stafford, Cup, Acres. <laughs> well, I was looking to see if I have anyone from the, that's playing tonight, and I was like, "Well, no, I don't," because you know the only people I would want are like Stafford and uh, uh, Cooper Cup, and then like Stefan Diggs and Allen. And I know I don't have any of them in any league, so it's like that's all I really. Well, that kind of sucks that I'm have to root against cup tonight i have cup in another league though so whatever it is what it is um super bowl champion taylor Me? go for it oh yep uh well i'm i'm picking the chargers i'm yeah. picking i'm picking the young roster the young quarterback up and coming i i just think that this is their year to to get over the hump and to to push that roster to the point that they're winning the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I, I think it's very hard to repeat, like you said. So I'd have the Rams going there, but I just don't think that they're going to be able to get it done. I, I think the Chargers the L, and the L.A. Bowl, I think the Chargers come out on top. <sighs> I'm going to hang up on you right now. I'm just going to leave. No, I'm picking the Ravens. Okay, no. thank you. At least, right. at least you're conceding um, that. Um, I no, I I think Lamar. I, I'm telling you, Lamar's this Ravens team is coming back with a vengeance this year. I agree. I totally agree. I, I, I I think Lamar. My problem is, in the playoffs is I don't know. I mean, even in the playoffs, we haven't seen Lamar like he's no. He's, we have Mahomes a couple times, and he's lost every time. I just don't think the Chiefs are going to be in the Ravens' way this year. I just don't think it's going to align that way. I mean, way, no, you know? I think that Denver or the Chargers yeah. are going to be in the I, I mean, look, I, I could be totally off or I could be, you know, looking like a genius here. So um, <laughs> I'm going with the Ravens. I, I really am. I, and I feel pretty good about it, too. Um, yeah, we're going to go Ravens. Um, I think the AFC is is it's like it's it's going through the ringer if you're coming through the AFC playoffs. Oh yeah, There's so many good teams there. Oh yeah, that are yeah, gonna be there. It's yeah. Gonna be I, I think the NFC is deeper, but I think the top heavy teams are in the AFC. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, I don't know the NFC. Like I just went through it. Like the only team I really trust right now with the roster Rams. is the Rams. Yeah, so. and that's why I think the Eagles is not like a gr- ridiculous thought. 
I mean, the NFC is up for grabs. I mean, if the Rams stumble, anybody can win the NFC. Um, So with that being said, we established our Super Bowl champions. We have very few, very little time left here. We need to rattle off our week one picks because our favorite segment is back. We, I will be recording our records again this year. I blew Taylor away last year because Taylor, you know, liked to pick the Colts a lot. That, That's not the, even true. <laughs> that, 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 Colts didn't kill me. It, it, was, picked, it was Washington. No, Washington. It, was, it was Washington in the beginning of the season that really did me in. And it was um, towards the end when I was like, oh, I have to catch up to you. So I have to pick differently just to try. But Washington did kill me in the beginning of the season. Yes. I picked them a lot. And I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, <laughs> We'll be having this season. Well, no. no. All right. So tonight, people listening to the show will know the result if we are right or not. Bills, Rams. I think the Rams are going to win, and I think you agree. Um, actually, no. I have the Bills winning this game. I don't oh. think the Bills are better than the Rams, but I think the Bills have more to prove than the kind Rams of the Super Bowl game. hangover type deal yeah. takes the Rams the a little bit to wake like, up. Bills are going to be like, ah, like I really like. Ah, I'm we're mad. good at things. We're, we're yeah. mad about last year. We're going to win yeah. this game because this first game of the season really matters. I think the Bills are going to win. Wow. Okay. 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 Uh, New Orleans, Atlanta. I mean, come on, Saints. Yeah, move yeah, along. Seriously, let, let, let's let's move along here. Uh, <laughs> the Baker Mayfield revenge game, Taylor. <laughs> Carolina and Cleveland. This is a tough you know, one. Look, actually, Cleveland. You know what? Like, look, look. Carolina started off hot last year. Cleveland is kind of in shambles. I'm going Carolina here. Me too. Me too. Me too. I think, you know, Christian McCaffrey back, a new offense. Browns are going to For now. For now. I mean, look, Carolina might be one of the worst teams in football, but damn it. Jacksonville only won one game uh, two years ago, and it was against, uh, I won't mention the team. Two games. Three games. But one of them. They were the worst team in football, and they won week one against a team. They also won against the Bills. So <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Uh, San Francisco and Chicago. Uh, I, I think, look, Chicago is in a rebuild mode. They're not going to be very good. And they're certainly not going to be um, beating a lot of playoff caliber teams. San Francisco is that. I think San Francisco, uh, even with the time zone change, uh, will beat Chicago. Listen, the Bears are just looking for improvement from Justin Fields, and I'm sure Justin Fields is going to win them a couple games just by using his legs and making some spectacular Not against that Niners defense. But I'm not picking them against the Niners in that defense. Yeah, no. No. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, I am going with the Bengals here. I'm also going with the Bengals here. Um, Though Steelers' defense is pretty good, their offense, suspect. I I think the Bengals offense will eventually wear down that Steelers defense birds and lions. um, Yeah. Lions are a scrappy team, but I still think the Eagles take it. If they don't, then it's shame on the Eagles. I'd kill myself. (laughs) Um, Indian Houston, for the love of God, can you win a week one game? I'm picking the Colts. Literally, they haven't won in like so many years week one. But, you know, they got to start somewhere. The Colts should win this freaking game. It's the Texans. Mm -hmm. They should have beaten the Jaguars in week 18, too. Um, (sighs) We can nip that in the bud because we got, uh, I I believe it's next week at Jacksonville. So we can try to get that elusive win that we haven't gotten since 2014 in Jacksonville. And then the game at home that I'm going to. Yay, let's go. 
Okay, let's get there first, okay? Um, uh, Patriots and Dolphins. Big divisional rival. Patriots struggle in Miami. I'm going Miami. Dolphins. Dolphins win this game. Dolphins come out with a vengeance. They got Terry Kill, new offense. Let's see what they got. Yeah, I, I think the Dolphins win that game rather easily. Uh, the Joe Flacco revenge game, if you will. Um, Ravens. <laughs> I guess they're winning this freaking game. If there's any game that Lamar Jackson's going to come in pissed because of everything that's happened. His you know I had a Jets fan convince me that they were going to win this game? No. There's Try no to convince way. me that they were going to win this game? There's no way. Right? Like, there's always a way because football's weird. But, like, Ravens should win this game. They're coming back, and they're going to go – they're going to win, like, their first six games. Like, Ravens are going to come back so pissed because of what happened last year. Uh, Jacksonville, Washington, Doug Peterson versus Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm going Jacksonville. Me too. Me too. Jacksonville has a, you know, new coach, new offense. I think it's going to open up a little bit. Like I said, I'm scared for them in the NFC, uh, the AFC South. I think they're the only competition for the Colts. I think Jack, uh, Jacksonville is going to surprise some people and win a couple of games. And I hate Carson Wentz and the commanders. <laughs> <laughs> we get sacked a bunch of times it's gonna be so inaccurate it's gonna be terrible it's more about carson wentz than it is uh... probably <laughs> no i really do like trevor lawrence and and etn like i'm excited to see how they use him um and christian kirk i, I really do think the offense will be much much much, I agree. much more improved titans giants uh as much as i don't like the titans i yeah. uh look the the giant the giants are garbage uh going tennessee I'm going Tennessee too. This could be a game that I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants won because survivor pick people. This is one of my survivor picks. The Titans. I have two entries this year. I took Broncos. I kind of gave it away, but Broncos and Titans. I would go Ravens in the survivor pool this week. I want to keep the Ravens for a more important game later on. I guess. Um, Arizona and Kansas city. Um, Not very high on Arizona this year. I'm going Casey. I'm going Casey as well. I'm higher on the Cardinals than you are, but I do think that the Chiefs are. I don't think the Chiefs are going to take that much of a step. They're getting slept on a little bit. Yeah, because like, you know, Tyreek Hill was responsible for a lot of it. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still one of the best quarterback, if not the best quarterback in football. I don't know, man. Hot take. Hot take. (laughs) Raiders Chargers rematch of the epic Sunday night football game. Last year, winner won the division or not division, made the playoffs. Um. I think the Chargers win this game. I just think they're a better team. You know I'm high on the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers in this one. Yeah. If the Chargers are going to win the division and make the Super Bowl, they're going to have to win these tough uh, in-division games like this. Packers at the Vikings. Big divisional rival. We might differ on this one, but I'm taking Green Bay. We will differ on this one because I am taking the Vikings. The Vikings are going to win the division, and it starts here. It starts here. Especially, they're going to have to take advantage of the Packers being caught with their pants down, not knowing who the wide receiver is going to be, how it's going to go. Vikings are going to take control of this game and take the division lead right here, right now. I know it's only one game, but, you know. Happy that you're happy. Uh, Tampa and Dallas in Jerry World. Um Tampa. I'm going to go Tampa. Yeah, I'm going to go Tampa too. I, 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 I can't bet against Tom Brady, especially he's six and zero against the Cowboys throughout his career. So even when he was on shitty Patriot teams, they're never shitty, but like, you know, mediocre offensive Patriot teams he still makes it work. Denver, Seattle. Do I even need to ask? No. Okay. 
Revenge um, game for Russell Wilson. He's going to absolutely destroy them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if that game is, I, I think I close. would take. I think I would take an alternate point spread of like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, there's um, no way. <laughs> there's just, there's just no way. There's it happened. no way. Um. So that does it for our full NFL 2022 predictions. Our week one picks. Um, a little fantasy football recap, and we each and every week will break down uh, week action of college football and NFL, give you our fantasy football studs and duds of the week, just not this week because we didn't have that time to do so. Um, but thank you for locking in for an hour 45. Football is back, America. Uh, you do not have to worry about an NFL game not being played until the middle of February now. From here on out, enjoy the action. My name is Bryce Linsky alongside Taylor Lattimore. This was Sports with a Z and a T presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Joshua Supply in Troy, Same Face Barbershop, up in Saratoga Springs, and Mohawk Honda. You can find us. What? I'm just looking at Twitter. Christian McCaffrey has been added to the Panthers injury report. Oh no, he just got he just got scuffed with a uh, cleat. He has a he has he has a cut on his shin. He's fine. I I am a fantasy owner who is traumatized. I have I have I have McCaffrey too. I had McCaffrey last year too, and I took him in the same league again. It's like deja vu for both of us. We're doing it again. Running it back in this together. I believe McCaffrey will be RB1 uh, this year. That's fine. just me. He'll be fine. Uh, speaking into existence, McCaffrey mm. will be RB1 in fantasy this year. Mm. Just saying. Okay. Um, we have some Thursday night football to get to. It's going to be fine, Taylor. It's going to I'm be okay. at, I'm on Twitter now, and I'm just looking at funny tweets. and uh, I, I can't About the it. queen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Prince Charles is the clear handcuff, but worth rostering Prince William in deeper leagues and Prince George in fantasy. And dynasty. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. The queen was a fraud. God I save the queen. It. I said it. I saw a fantastic tweet. Um, and it's 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 harsh, but it, it, it's funny. Um, it, it was. This is how you know America is back because on the same day that football returns, the queen of England dies. <laughs> <laughs> I had Queen dying plus Cooper Cup anytime touchdown parlay. <laughs> Everybody enjoy football being back. On that note, for Taylor, I am Bryce. This was Sports with a Z and a T. And we will catch you next week right here. Maybe. If we're not Twitter's undefeated. <laughs> Enjoy your weekend, everyone.